Hello everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the Artful Athlete podcast. Last week's episode was all about honouring the arts and in my own way giving back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, what the arts do for us when we use it and why it needs to be on the receiving end more than it is. This imbalance fosters doubts, negativity and destructive patterns, not just coming from the lack of support or recognition to what the arts bring us, but also within creators themselves. Whether you fully see or identify yourself as one, you have this creative potential living inside your chest, lying in wait. In wait of a moment where it could express itself, sneak out and do its thing. And when it does, when it takes over and dances around in that new recipe you've created, this next movement sequence you're trying out, these new paints you're playing with, this is the beginning of your state of flow, of your creative flow. If you've ever attended a yoga class, you will have heard the sentence, now flow through your vinyasa, or this is our first warm-up flow. And all you do during those is simply go through a series of movement, a sequence where you simply transition from one position to the next, following the rhythm of your breath. It is a moment where you stop the mind from running around. You let go of what you feel is expected of you, and what you expect of yourself, and just go through the motion, being aware of what happens in your body. Your focus is not on something mental. It's just about being in the present moment and transitioning from one position to the next. Going through the motion, gently, simply focusing on your intention, on your wishes perhaps. It is a moment where you bring yourself back to the present moment. No need to try and measure time to think about your next appointment or your next step. No need to invite thoughts and distractions. It's a moment where you're just allowing yourself to be present within the activity you've chosen to do. In this particular case and particular example, it was yoga. But there are moments and activities that naturally send you to this place. If you scroll through your day, you'll easily identify those moments. After you've completed one of those, you'll look at the clock thinking, oh, I didn't see the time pass. Or I had exactly five minutes for me and it's taken me five minutes and it's great. You often feel different too, lighter in your head, more grounded, more anchored in your life, or even a little bit absent because your mind drifted somewhere else, your mind wasn't there. You were just fully immersed in the activity. You often feel lighter in your heart, grounded, anchored in your life, almost confident, ready for the next step. And this is how I describe flow. Now that you guys have a better image of what it is, let's look at the three steps of making it happen within creation. How can you summon or give birth to that creative flow? To bring a creative flow into being, to let your deepest voice express itself, we first need to create a safe space. And by this, I don't just mean a safe rehearsal room, a safe kitchen or bar, a safe gym, a movement studio. This helps, of course, but this isn't enough. This sense of safety first comes from within. In the same way that we summon courage, we summon confidence to create that safe space inside. I personally still practice this regularly because we live in stressful times and when you're creating, inventing, reinventing, you need to remind yourself of your abilities, of who you are, of what your essence is. If your flow is blocked, investigate your relationship to your own expression. If you see it as something that is weak and the production or the showcasing of it would have you end up getting hurt, 
you won't ever reach your fullest potential. If your mind is solely turned to the what-ifs, the buts, the I'm not good enough, or someone else does it better already, you will never grow. You will censor yourself, your creativity and your voice. This imposed silencing has repercussions in other layers of your life. And scarily enough, we, for thousands of reasons, and scarily enough, we, for thousands of reasons, we censor ourselves almost on a daily basis in all realms. Work, relationships, creation, you name it. Fear being at the root of a solid 90% of it, at least. So once you've got the physical space where creation is going to happen sorted, be it, I don't know, the room where you like to draw, your studio, your kitchen, it could even be outside in the woods. You could be taking pictures or have decided that you were going to do yoga or a movement flow outside so you would be closer to nature. Take that external space and bring it within. You've got your tools at the ready. Now sit or stand within this space and close your eyes. Left hand on the heart, right hand on the lower belly. Inhale through the nose, letting the belly, then the heart rise for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold your breath for four, three, two, one, exhale through the nose, letting the heart fall down, then the belly for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hold it there, hold it there, and just think the biggest thank you in capital letters, in your favourite colour, in your favourite material. And now, inhale for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and hold your breath for four, three, two, one. Let this thank you turn into a bright light coming from your heart and exhale out through the mouth this time. Eight, seven, six, five, four, Three, two, one. Keeping the eyes closed, stay with this sensation and light for a few minutes or so. Eyes still closed. Feel this light shine from underneath your ribcage. What shape has it got? How does it feel? Take a few more breaths in your own time. Take a couple more breaths in your own time, in your own rhythm. Now, imagine that a warm golden light is falling on you, very gently wrapping itself around your shoulders. It's reassuring, comforting, inviting, empowering. Questions start to arise. What would you like to see? What would you like to say? Keep that breath low and steady. Take all the time you need. Now, if you're on a creating agenda, if... You're trying to incorporate a new scene in that play or that book you're writing. If the means of expression you've chosen has some specific rules, time to associate them with whatever comes up. What is coming up? Is there a colour, an image, a memory, an emotion more dominant than another? Are you having a physical sensation somewhere in your body? Whatever comes through, 
This is what you need to express at this moment in time, at this point. Once you have connected to that image, that voice, that colour, that emotion, take one last deep breath through the nose all the way in and exhale out through the mouth and open your eyes. Grab your tools, your pen, your laptop, your dancing shoes, your utensils and just get to it. If you start to freeze, take another breath and remember this. You are doing this first and foremost for you. You are practicing so you can play with your own gifts, your own beliefs. You open up the channel so you can go back to a simpler, easier way of expressing yourself, of being you. You're here to be playful. The only rules that apply are the ones dictated by the exercise you're committing to, by the way of creating you've chosen to play with. So, for example, when I put myself through my little haiku challenge in September, the only rules I imposed were the rules dictated by the craft of haiku. And it did require sitting down with the form first, looking at how it worked, understanding its essence, and then just letting myself, my reaction, my response, the emotions and colours and images that were coming up to me, to work together. So if you're hesitating or seeing an image, but when you grab your pen, your hand stops itself and pressure rises in your heart and ribcage, you've got two options there. I'm trying to draw more at the moment, and I know I personally get this every single time I sit down to use my pastels. So the two things I try, I bring in a distraction, something or someone that takes my mind off from what I'm doing, from whatever my hands are doing. Quite often it's music, but at other times I like to send a message to a friend and have a conversation with them while my hands carry on doing whatever they're doing. So my head is busy somewhere else and my hands are just doing their thing. I'm not Da Vinci or Caravaggio. I'm, at not, <laughs> I'm not at a stage where perfection is of the essence. I'm just here to let it flow. I just let it be and do its thing. And then I'll investigate more techniques. I'll research more so that the next time I go through a drawing exercise, a drawing moment, I can also apply the research I've done prior to this to this exercise. The second thing to try, and now this is something I've had to do for the first few podcasts I was recording, to drain my body of stress prior to doing anything else. The pressure of recording was quite high at the beginning, so I would crush a workout, a yoga session or a movement session for 30 minutes to an hour and run upstairs, sweat still dripping on the floor, put my headphones on my ears and record straight away. I did this for the first four episodes. Episode five and six, I think I either went for a walk or just lip synced to some tunes before putting myself to work. Now it feels a lot easier. And as soon as I finished prepping the outline of my content, I just plug my microphone in and things just flow out. Because the door has been opened. Because I have made my voice understand it can safely speak. You will struggle at the beginning. And that's perfectly normal. It's like being the new kid at school all over again. But after a few days of seeing how things work around you and for you, everything comes together. Like everything, it takes time, love and practice. I've shared some of my pastels and my stories. <laughs> stories... Stories feeling safer than a public post because they're temporary, so you still have time to hide after having posted it. But this week, I've put some of them in the blog. It's a new journey. It's a new thing to play with. I'm not pretending to be a master. I'm just expressing. 
because that's what I'm after, more expression, more connection to the emotions I feel and the emotions that people around me share. I'm just using this to express. I'm just exploring new ways of connecting to my creativity. I'm just playing around. Because no matter if you're doing this as a hobby or a career, if you're not playing, if you're not having fun, if you're focusing on the flaws and the lack of perfection, you will A, be deeply unsatisfied with the result, B, you will block your own creative flow, and C, you will censor your work. And by inviting censorship to your creation, this will have repercussions in other aspects of your life. Just be proud of what you have within. Remember how good it is, how full of light, how full of green, of pink, of oranges, of blues. Celebrate it all. Whatever your path, whatever your past experience, in this present moment when you're just giving yourself freedom to fully be you and express it. I'm not asking you to necessarily post it on social media, although perhaps it would be a good exercise to show it to someone at least, to open up. Are you familiar with the play Cyrano de Bergerac? It's probably my favorite play on the planet for so many reasons, but in act two, scene eight, Cyrano just refused for a noble to help him get his play published because this would mean censoring, changing words that came from his heart originally. Reshaping his expression to fit in the boxes, nobility would have him tick. Having witnessed his best friend's refusal, Lebret doesn't understand why Cyrano wouldn't just seize this opportunity, even if it meant changing what he'd created. It's a golden opportunity to showcase his art, after all. After listing every single reason why he said, no thank you, Cyrano speaks from the heart to show his friend what being free within his own creation means to him. It is one of my favourite speeches in this play in French. However, <laughs> a lot of you don't speak French, so I have found you a little translation. But to sing, to laugh, to dream, to walk in my own way and be alone, free, with an eye to see things as they are, a voice that means manhood, to cock my hat where I choose, at a word a yes, a no, to fight all right, to travel any road under the sun, under the stars, nor doubt if fame or fortune lie beyond the bourne, ever to make a line I have not heard in my own heart. And yet, with all modesty to say, my soul, be satisfied with flowers, with fruits, with weeds even, but gather them in the one garden you may call your own. So go gather your flowers, my friends. They're yours, and they're waiting for you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Artful Athlete. Next week, we'll be talking about being heard and being loud. Now, the question is, will I make you breathe again? I guess you'll just have to tune in next week to find out. Take care, and I'll speak to you soon.